Yo, this is Cash from Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I know you're asking yourself, how can I support the podcast grow? Don't worry. I got you covered. Step one, subscribe to our YouTube page by searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast or DSC Podcast. When you get there, view some of our videos, hit that like button, and take it a step further and comment on the content. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, DSC underscore podcast. Same thing as step number one, searching Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Follow us for all updates. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here for another episode of your favorite podcast and mine, Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. And if you don't know who's with me, as always, I can't say to my right because we are also virtually in different locations. So, Cash, tell the people where you at. Uh, it's Cash, man. Live from Montgomery, Alabama, unfortunately, but I'm live and I'm here. Ooh, but wait, but wait, there's more. Prez, where you at? Oh, I'm still here at Germany, man. You know, uh, still still trying to hold it down. Like, y'all get to travel. I, I got to stay here, man. Hold it down. And, oh, well, I'm in Germany, too, but we just ain't at the same house. You know what I'm saying? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to see the dedication. It is late. The midnight oil is burning. But the people need to hear about where they live. They need to hear about the home. So we're going to bring you a special edition where we're talking about something that a lot of people want to know about, things people got questions on, and we're talking about home buying. And we don't have but one professional. You know what's better than one professional cash? That's two. When you got two. So tonight we got two professions for you. So I'm, They grown, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. First off, we always go ladies first. So the first professional, ma'am, tell the people about yourself. Well, good evening, everybody. My name is Delika. I'm actually I'm a realtor in um, Atlanta, Georgia. Actually, right outside of Atlanta, I'm in North Atlanta. Um, I've been in real estate for a couple years now, and so you know I'm willing and dealing in these real estate streets. That's me. She's out here slaying homes. <laughs> I'm slaying these houses. Slaying you know them. <laughs> she, uh, she doing her thing, but don't worry, we got you covered because we have another professional. My oh, good yeah, oh, sir. Yeah. Tell them all about it. Yes. Yourself. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How we doing tonight, people? Yes, my name's Jared Fagan. I'm I'm coming to you from Bestavia, Alabama. Uh, you know, just just making it happen down here in the Road Tide State, man. Absolutely. Oh, War Eagle. We don't, we don't do that over here. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right out the gate, huh? Hey, got got to, man. Got to, man. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. Absolutely, man. Real estate, you know, it's a fun game, man. We had definitely having a whole lot of fun here in Birmingham. So, yeah. um, people, you know, a lot of things happen. A lot of people buying homes right now. So, you know, before we get started, man, when you think real estate, some people look at real estate the wrong way. Some people get look at it like, hey, let's flip houses to get rich. Some people think, oh, I get in real estate and as soon as I become a realtor, I'm going to become rich just because if I get my real estate license, that just makes it easy. <laughs> With both of you being professionals, what are some of the biggest myths that you think people hear about? And I'm not talking about the home buying just yet. We got a lot of yeah. things to get into when it comes yeah. to that. But let's just start about from, from the employment side. What are some yeah. of the things that people may get the wrong idea about being a realtor? They learn real quick about it. Delica? Listen, if I'm if I'm speaking for myself, and I'm I'm pretty sure Jerry can agree with that, is you know what? I can do that. I, I can, you know, a lot of, a lot of, when we have a lot of buyers I've kind of dealt with, you know, they'll, you know, they've turned back around and they have gotten a real estate license. Like, you know what? Yep. I can, I can do that real quick. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. 
It's a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of research. Yeah. It's a lot of Absolutely. late nights. It's a yeah. lot of um, um, middle of the night calls, middle of the night texts. Really just, <laughs> I mean, we're around the clock sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I do Absolutely. sleep a little. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest <laughs> misconceptions is that, um, oh, it's real estate. That, that That's an easy game. It's easy. I can knock that out. It ain't. It's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I think uh, for me, a lot, a lot of people um, ask about the cost that it, how, how much does it really cost to get into real estate? People mm-hmm. always assume that it costs a lot of money to, to become a real estate agent for some reason. I'm like... I mean, honestly, it's, it's it's probably one of the the smallest investments you can make into yourself with one of the biggest returns. I mean, honestly, I I you know weighing it up against anything else, it'd be pr- pretty hard to kind of weigh up. You know, I, I mean, it you know for myself personally, it, it took me you know it cost me maybe fifteen hundred dollars to get my license. You know, yep. my, my first my first transaction, I was already in the green. So, what better investment could you make in yourself? You know. I agree exactly, with that. Exactly. So, I, you know, it's, it's story time and I wanted to kind of give the people who are listening uh, kind of the reason why we all, you know, are here today. Um, of course, it's always great to hear, you know, about home buying the basics, you know, from people who, who truly do it. Um, but really, the reason why we're here is just a couple of months ago. Uh, and this is cash, by the way, y'all. A couple of months ago, you know, Prez had an idea of, you know, hey, man, we should have, you know, a podcast about home buying. At the time, we were going to tackle the, the subject alone because Hadrico, he's a previous homeowner, but Prez and I, we, are, we aren't at all. And quickly, we thought that idea was kind of crazy for us to go at it alone. And then lo and behold, a couple of months later, I'm like, damn, I don't think I told everybody, but Delika is my sister-in-law. And I was like, well, why didn't I think of this a little bit earlier? So that's kind of how this all came about. And, um, you know, really, this is all for selfish reasons because... My man Prez is uh, retiring after 20 long years uh, in the military. So he's coming back to the States. And, you know, he, we know a lot of things. We got a lot of experience. But, you know, this this just isn't one of them. So that's kind of how this all came about. And so we appreciate you guys before we, you know, we even get started uh, with the questions. So uh, Prez, man, since this is uh, your brainchild, man, I'll, I'll let you kind of lead in with what you got first for them? Uh, well, I think y'all answered like one of my questions already. I was thinking about, you know, one of my retirement plans was to get a bunch of houses, you know, and uh, run them and uh, get rich quick and maybe become a realtor myself. But uh, that's kind of <laughs> shot down, right? <laughs> well, we got oh, that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like we, like I said, been doing 20 years long, uh, going to be coming out of it, looking into houses is a, uh, as a military person, I spend a lot of time overseas. So, like, buying a house hasn't been one of those things because I ain't been stateside to actually, like, uh, move in and find somewhere to call my own. Uh, of course, going into this, I was then doing a lot of research, and I don't want to make the wrong mistakes. And I think uh, I'd have had plenty of talks with people who'd have been in and moved around from spot to spot, and they'd have brought mm-hmm. houses at these places, and they'd have had mm-hmm. some couple horror stories. So, mm-hmm. just trying mm-hmm. to get the info out there and maybe the people who are listening, who's going to their first buying their first home and stuff like that can uh, go into it a little bit better than those other people I know with the horror stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the first questions I had, that was like, cause you was talking about uh, the realtor, like anybody could be, this is a low ceiling for entry and everything like that. What are some of y'all suggestions on 
finding a good realtor, like when you're looking for a house. Would you like me to start the Laker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay? Yeah, you got all it. right. So, all right. So, I mean, for 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 myself, man, I I believe uh, you know the business all in itself is all about relationships, right? So you want to find somebody first of all that's 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 relatable. Um, you don't want somebody that's going to be in there talking and talking to things that that fly way over your head, right? You want to find somebody that that takes the time to relate information to you, right? And that comes down to communication as well. Biggest thing, and I tell you, biggest for agents I see that succeed in this business and the ones that have success and and, and have you know uh, you know favorable. Uh, reputations is all about their communication, how well they stay engaged with their clients. Um, you know, like Delika said, it's long nights, you know, text messages. I could tell you myself, I'm up every morning at eight o'clock, um, you know, checking emails. It may be, you know, I, I try to make myself as accessible as possible for my clients. Um, and, and you know, that's, that's fir- first and foremost, I mean, that's what you want. You know, it's all about being educated through the process. You want, you want somebody that's going to educate you, make sure you know what you're doing, what make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. It's a big commitment. So, all right. So it's cash, man. So speaking of like big commitments, I'm going to kind of get right to it as far as what most people think about or what I think about that bottom dollar. Right. So, you know, as I've been doing research, I've been looking at like, you know, there's different FICO scores that lenders look to as far as um, where you may think your credit is and where it actually really is so uh, you know can you briefly describe discuss like how important it is to actually do the research on your own as a as a potential home buyer on your FICO score and where your standing is before you even you know get in touch with a realtor oh uh, what I would say honestly you can do the research but what I think is going to be very helpful is just get mm, um, getting a lender involved mm-hmm. because they really are going to be able to Absolutely. dig in and and give you all that criteria mm-hmm. that you need um, and, and help you understand like where you are, you know, what you need to do to get um, to a better position, what you need to do to avoid underwriting, things of that nature. They can really, I, my, my main thing when I, when I get a buyer in, they haven't been pre-approved. I tell them, go ahead, you know, partner with the lender so that you can really understand what it is that um, you need to do or where you are in the, for the home buying process. So that, that's my main, my main, um, um, uh, advice to my, um, to my bias. And I would say it's going to vary case to case, case by case, because, you know, it's two folds to, to, to purchasing. It's your credit score, your FICO score. Right. And it's also your debt to income. So, um, that's going to tell you, so your, your credit score, it's going to tell you basically what uh, it's going to give you your your interest rate, right? So basically, if you're um, if you have a high credit score, you're going to get a good interest rate, right? You're going to get um, and it's and it's you know based on excellent credit, good credit, you know, poor credit. You're not going to typically get a loan, which you know some lenders will you know lend, lend as low as five eighty. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it varies case by case, it varies person by person. But like Delica said, the first thing to do is to get with the expert. Um, get with that, get with an expert. You know, I would say, uh, I know in Alabama, we always suggest, um, at least three, um, yeah. you, have, you know, three sources. I know Georgia's the same way, um, three lending, uh, contacts. Um, typically I tell people always, um, talk to their, their bank, one of the banks that they bank with, um, as well as, um, you know, two mortgage companies, I, you know, that I refer to them as well. So, um, 
like I said, it, it, it varies case by case. So, uh, like she said, partnering with a lender is definitely going to always going to be your, your, your best, best point. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the lenders, uh, you know, lenders, a lot of times they, they want to get, they want to lend to you and, and give you the best deal that's going to, yeah. uh, you know, give you the least chance to default on your loan. Obviously yeah. it's, it's not ideal for them to put you in a bad situation. So, yeah. Um, you know, you want, you know, you get with a, a good, reliable bank with a good reputation, you know, they're going to definitely treat you right. You, you don't have to worry about that. Interest rates are good. Uh, you know, they're going to take good care of you. Now, yeah. one thing, one thing that um, I'm, I'm going to add in and, and for my experts, I please, please correct me if I go astray. Um, when you speak about credit scores, cash, um, one thing that's also going to kind of play a big role in that is depending on what type of loan that you're trying to get. So, for example, mm-hmm. for your military folks, you know, you have the VA. So basically, there's, there's like a trifecta. There's more than three, but there's three main loans that you're looking at. You're looking at the conventional. That's your Fannie Mae, the things of that nature. There's your and that's, uh, there's your VA loan. And then there's your FHA loan. Now, each one of these different loans are going to accept different things. Now, being in the military, most military people always want to hurry up and say, oh, I'm going to get the VA loan because they look at the, the the golden handcuff that you see of a VA loan is the zero dollars down. And when people mm-hmm. hear no money down, they immediately say, this is mm-hmm. the best loan Sign for me. Up. Mm-hmm. But the problem is what they're not seeing is the golden handcuffs behind it is that the VA loan comes with a funding fee. That funding fee that comes with your VA loan can be thousands on top of thousands of dollars that you that gets rolled into your loan. Now, on the flip side of that, when you go into a conventional loan, they have something called PMI. PMI is private mortgage insurance. This is basically insurance that other that the bank gives to these loan these loan companies to say if you basically foreclose on this loan, it gives them insurance to pay it back. The only way you can avert this insurance is if you pay twenty percent down. Now, the average American does not have 20% down to pay on their mortgage. So most people don't pay, don't end up paying out that PMI. So when you start talking about your credit score, cash, that is very important, depending on the type of loan that you're going to get. But my question to you guys, most financial people will say that the VA loan is the most expensive loan. And when I'm doing research, the only reason I can see them or justify them saying that would be because of that funding fee, which also changes depending on which time you're using your VA loan. Most people don't know that as well. First time you use it, it's typically about a 2.1. Second time is like a 3.6. Do you guys have any other experience with the VA loan that, that will show why it's the most expensive type of loan? Because it usually does come with better interest rates than some of your conventional or FHA, FHA loans. Well, I mean that that I mean all of what you said is true, but it's also going to deal with the price too. If you find, I mean, if you if you're putting three and a half percent down on a, uh, a FHA, for example, that's you know you're borrowing less less money. So true. I mean, even if that interest rate is lower, it's still going. You know that you know, and it depends on how much you know. It's going to obviously it's going to depend on how much you borrow. But if you start talking about you know, 300, you know, 250, $300,000 home, uh, you know, that could be anywhere from, you know, seven to, 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 you know, 10, $12,000, you know, that you're, that, that you're additionally financing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, all of what you said was, 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 was definitely spot on. Yeah. 
He sound like mm-hmm. an expert to me. Yeah, I'm like, man. I'm like, you got your first You not even an expert on anything. I'm like, dude, are you a mortgage like, officer? Like, I think he's in hey. London. Hold on. Real quick. Hey, hey, hey. Don't Listen, man, we gotta we gotta bring some humor to this, man. We we just we just got real deep. You you knew I was coming with it. You know exactly what I'm about to say. Yeah. This has got to be the cheapest and most fruitful guy I I know in life. He's the type of person to where you invite him to lunch. And if you invite him to lunch, he expects you to pay. Now I've known this man about 20 years. So yeah. Listen, well, we don't date. Though. I'm with him on that. The legal. Thank, thank you. Hold on. Hold on. No, stop the show. Do you see how yes. serious he gets? I wish I could get him to focus the same way <laughs> on everything I else. What this young lady just said. <laughs> Hear what she just said. She just, she's just said. Well, she's a, you did well, she's a woman and she would think like that, but we don't date. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, what? Well, well, what does that I mean? Think, hey, 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 this ain't no, a date. No, we don't date. Know. We know each other for 20 years, bro. <laughs> but no, no, no. He is he is serious about his coin. So he he, he yeah, one of them man. rare people that do their research. Uh, and sticking with sticking with yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. Sticking with out of pocket costs. Um, you know, HUD touched on that beautifully. What are some other out-of-pocket costs that people don't account for where, you know, when they're trying to get a loan or, you know, when they're dealing with you guys? Um, uh, I think a lot of my hiccups, I'll let Jared jump in real quick, but I think a lot of times I got a lot of buyers who come to the table with nothing. And I'm like, you, you need something. Mm, mm. You got to have tell- some type of savings. Yeah. yeah. Jared probably honest. said I beg to differ. Nah, nah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, because. All right, so I mean, you gotta have at least earnest money, right? To put Something, down, which, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. You know, um, just kind of earnest money. You gotta have. And that's about one percent of the purchase price. If y'all don't know what that means, that's the earn, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you gotta you gotta have uh, money for a home inspection. Uh, depending on what type of loan, depending on what lender you have, you may have to pay for an appraisal. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And a I home inspection is roughly what yeah. would you say? I mean, I say anywhere from in Alabama, you can go anywhere from two fifty to four twenty five. Yeah. And do you t- do you typically have to get your own uh, inspectors for various different things? So yeah, so you do. So how? Mm-hmm. And it depends on the contract's written up. Um, but you would. Uh, so you, just like we suggest lenders, three lenders, you suggest three home inspectors, just the same yep. way. Mm-hmm. So they have an yeah. option to, to to pick home inspector um, of their choice, but you know you you're gonna have you know three pretty solid people. You know what I mean that that you work with. Obviously, right. people have an option. So, um, but yeah, that you know it just just really varies. I I, I kind of you know I, I I don't obviously don't hand pick my people, but you know certain people in certain areas. You know depending on you know I'm sure Atlanta's probably the same way. Uh, when you cover a big area, you know there might be a certain home inspector or somebody that may cover a certain area but um more so but um but for the most part yeah it'd be the home inspection now now let me let me slide in now they made a really good point there um with that home inspector guy now like you said cash you know i, I love to save money but there's certain things you don't cut costs on no and <laughs> and the house inspector some people will try to write it in with it. Mm-hmm. Some people want the want the, the seller to write everything where they pick up the cost of nah. the cost of that. 
No, no, no. They're no, not no. gonna I'm do gonna it. pay for my own. I'm, no. I'm, they're not, and I'm gonna pay for no. my own house inspector. Yeah. And I'd rather pay that house inspector yeah. handsomely because that's gonna save you a lot of time yeah. when you're yeah. talking about a roof and you start talking yeah. about a, a lot of other different yeah. things. Now, these yeah. are things that I have learned from having purchased a house previously. And when you're going into selling the house again, so that, which is a whole nother game, we ain't even into that part of the shit. But no, so no, that's no. definitely something that you want you want to get into. But <laughs> oh, another yeah. thing that a lot of people don't think about when you're going to buy a house is when you see the house, you're thinking about that, oh, I want to buy this house and this house, $225,000. They're not thinking about the, the lot. They're not thinking about landscaping. They're not thinking about some of these other different things, especially if you're talking about a new bill. If you're talking about a new bill, these are other things that come into the play that 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 that's not covered in that that cost that house. These are other extra things that you gonna have to pay for as well that go away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I said. Yes. I mean, it, so, it's. I I don't mean to cut in, but just one thing. You I you, you know, uh, you know, one thing that that it's it's actually gonna be in the cost, but when you're looking at the price, one thing I always advise people to kind of look at is that homeowners association because mm. that can make a big difference too. You know, true, some true. homeowners associations be, you know, you know, you see some six, seven, eight hundred dollars. That makes a big difference in your payments. You know, you want to know what kind of what you're getting for that. You know, if, you know, I know a lot of homeowners, those homeowner associations, you know, they, they keep up the grounds and, you know, you might have a pool and those kind of things. But, you know, you know, like party doing your research, know what you're getting. Understand like your, your agent should have those, that kind of information for you or be able to get that kind of information for you as well. So. So, Jared, you saying that homeowners association, that's on top of your monthly mortgage bill and stuff like that? Mm, that's, no, uh, no, yeah. it'll be in your mortgage. It'll be it, it'll more than likely to be part of your monthly mortgage. But it it, it can it can depend. It just depends. It depends on your the, the association. I've had clients that it's part of, but I've had clients where they they're able to pay the entire amount at one time up front. So, um, okay. yeah, it's going to depend on on the neighborhood. Oh, is it different in Georgia? Lakers? No, it's ru- it's, a, it's roughly the same. It's the same. I'm back. Uh, Here I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got a question for y'all too before we get too far deep into going to talking about the actual houses. It's, uh, so like people want to buy a house, of course, they can't always be in the same location. They're, they're moving to a new area or they're uh, it's not going to be in the same neighborhood that they're in what what are some of the websites or apps that y'all would suggest that are like i have reliable or up-to-date type listing so um Billy, I, you want to get this one? yeah get i it? would say i would say um when it when we're when we're doing our research in our in our databases um we have the most accurate um, in the yep. moment, um, information. So what I like to do when I have a buyer, you know, I'll create them an account, um, under my, my MLS system. And yeah. so they're able to go in there and really see, um, the most current information. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the next one I will have is just like, uh, can y'all walk us through the typical buying process? Like I know y'all was, y'all was hinting at it a different portion, but what are the different, mm-hmm. the typical buying process and expected timelines. For example, curing a long house fund, submitting a bid, yeah. like yeah. until you actually move in. Yeah. So um I mean I typically I say uh so typically I I'll tell my clients um want to look start looking about two days out to get with a lender. And yeah. The reason why I say that because every situation is different, right? 
even if you think you're, even if you got an 800 credit score, you know, you just never know. So like, you know, it ain't gonna hurt to talk to somebody kind of where we at. Uh, once we get pre-approved, I say, um, you know, we we typically um, like within that 60 next, you know, next 30 days or so, um, you know, depending on. And I tell you, man, it, it, it's kind of crazy because the market's so hot right now. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, ser- seriously, like the the process, like, I mean, the, the looking process, as fun as it can be. I mean, it, it, you know, it can take you, you know, up to a month, maybe two two months or so. You know, and showing, you know, showing somebody different properties. But, you know, once you go under contract, you actually find something, you know, you finish all that fun, the fun part of the bidding wars and stuff, which I can touch on a little bit later. But, um, you know, it's typically a 30 day process. So um, after you go under contract, you will exchange the earnest money, which is basically, uh, like you said, one percent is considered a placeholder. Basically to mm-hmm. say that, hey, we have a, 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 a executed contract at this yeah. point. So we've agreed upon something. So they can't go sell this house to somebody who comes and bids more tomorrow. And we can't go out and bid on another house and and leave them out high and dry. Basically, we have a, a binding contract at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then then their inspection period starts. So then you would have your home inspection. Um, typically, it'll be seven to 10 days, depending on the contract. You'll have to get your uh, home inspection. Home inspector comes out. He tells you, hey, you know, X, Y, Z needs to have a second look. You have then uh, additional three days to have um, uh, additional. And like I said, that's going to depend on the contract as well. But any kind of additional inspections, say this, except it can't need to be inspected or something like that. You would have an additional, you know, three days typically in the contract uh, to have those inspections. Uh, coincidentally, um, the title be ran, which um, which the closing attorney um, will be doing uh, their part working with the, uh, the the lender. Um, so as far as your side goes, um, these are kind of things that are going on behind the scene. But um, after the inspections are done, we'll then have a request for repairs. Uh, once repairs are agreed upon, um, then the appraisal will be ordered. Um, the appraisal is done. So what happens with the appraisal? Um, that's, that's typically a, another fee uh, where, you know, clients may have to may have not have to pay depending on the type of loan that they have. Um, but the appraiser would come out and basically assess the value of the home, basically saying that um, the agreed sales price, the house is worth that agreed sales price. And if not, they can't sell it for more than the appraised value of the home. So, um, so if you what that means basically, if we agree to two fifty two, the house has to appraise at two fifty two. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So. I mean, from and if there, not, you can go back to the yeah. to the seller and the agent and say, hey, we want to drop this price. So then from there, um, I mean, then it'd be, you know, just a matter of them getting the um, the uh, repairs done in the midst of you within the, the processing of your file will be done. Your file will be then sent to underwriting, which the underwriters will, you know, then uh, make make their final decision on your file. Sometimes there'll be conditions in there where they'll say, hey, we may need to take a second look at your bank statements or uh, right now um, you may need your 2019 tax returns, depending on, you know, when you filed or something like that. Right. Um, to verify funds or, or, or what, what have you. But uh, once you're once you get the, the clear to close, man, then it's a, a three day pro, a three day wait closing. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple, man. Thirty days. 
Um, I tell you the the, the biggest uh, the biggest holdback man for most people um, is not having everything ready up front. Get yes. your pre approval, getting everything up front, having everything together. Um, and you know, then it's just like I said, then it's just find the home. Okay. So and that, big and that portion is just making sure Yes, sorry, go ahead. You good. No, I was saying the big portion of that, y'all saying is just making sure you have that pre-approval, that lender, and that'll move things along a lot quicker. But you're basically saying it's a 60-day time frame uh, yeah. at most, 30 days on a good on a good outlook. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it just, it depends it just on depends. how quickly, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah it the quick depends. depends on how quickly you find a home. I mean, from the time you find the home, you know, you, it's about it's a thirty day process. But right, okay. you know, but you know that the it, it's a fun it's a fun time right now. You got to have all your ducks in a row. In a, you yeah, gotta have, yeah. You, you got to have you, you know. I always tell people like I, I don't take my clients out to see homes unless they're pre approved. I want to get your hopes up. I, you know, we we go out here. And go look at this home. These the other three or four people that might be looking at this home are probably already pre-approved. So yeah. you need to make uh, sure that you got everything ready, so you actually have buying power. If not, then we just window shopping. <laughs> exactly <laughs> for real. Yeah. And 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 I mean, like you said earlier, the market. I mean, it's crazy. I know Georgia's crazy. <laughs> like you can have a, mar- a home on the market today, and they're like, "Oh, I want to see it on Saturday." I'm like, "No, if you don't hey, want to see it today or tomorrow." Hey, that gone. sounds just like how it is <laughs> it for us now. Gone. We don't yeah. we don't buy homes when we're in Germany, but depending on yeah. the time mm-hmm. of year that you get mm-hmm. there, you have to be super aggressive to say yes. Mm-hmm. I want to rent this house immediately. Be- if you like it, you love yes. it mm-hmm. immediately yeah. because Man. you 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 can't do anything in between. Yeah, yeah. You love Man, it. I, yeah. I, I've literally had homes. Li- I listed at ten a.m. By five p.m., I had twelve <laughs> offers. I'm That's so serious. Y'all got That's me thinking so about what I'm going to do in my second yes. lifetime. Yeah. Eight of them above asking. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> Listen, eight of the 12 offers were above asking price. Above mm-hmm. asking. Wow. Yeah, people yep. hanging up too, man. So you got to be, like I tell my buyer so transparently, when you ready to make a decision, you know, you find something, you, it ain't no, yeah, oh, let me I just think see. about it for three. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, yeah, we're gonna be, gonna be gonna thinking. sleeping in that same house you've been in. Thinking, yeah. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you sure yeah. are. Straight up. And that two hundred thousand, two fifty range is the most competitive market in the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I mean, I'm pretty sure it's consistent across the globe, but mm-hmm. um, it's very competitive. And so, like Jared said, it's it's it can be there today and gone tomorrow. <laughs> or about to, listen, he can list it at ten and it's gone at five. So that's the type of realty you need too. You hear me? That's the type of listening so you me, want. So with me, y'all, I'm, I'm all about reading yeah. fine print. I hate getting in a situation and then finding out about something that I didn't read. Like, you know. Yes. So, like, one of the big mistakes, like, home buyers, you know, sometimes make from what I've been researching is, like, they'll, like, the home purchase. They don't actually know what's involved with the home purchase. And I know that's probably more so, so on the lender side of the house. But there's things that can be included, like, appliances, like, fixtures, uh what else? Uh, the actual the fridge. What what whatever that's actually in the house. Like what if you were selling a home to your mom or your dad? What are some golden nuggets you would tell them? Well, I think it's gonna vary, you know, case by case. But 
a lot of that is on the contracts, at least in the state of Georgia. So we have, you know, uh, the fixtures, appliance, all that. What's going to stay? Now, some sellers, they may leave it. Some may not um, because they just purchased all this stainless steel in the kitchen. They're going to take it with them. But if it's not in writing, you know, then then that's when you have an issue. So when it comes to that, I think it it takes it kind of piggyback to earlier. Like you have to have a great a great real estate agent that's going to really walk you through that contract because. Listen, that's what we're here to do now. I, I will I will take you page by page. If you're not sure, you know, let's walk these pages and understand what you're what you're signing um, from from a, from a, um, from our perspective in terms of this contract. Um, but yeah, that there there's a there's a page that you know that will 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 sign off on all those different different mm-hmm. things. And you will sign your name at closing more times than you sign your name to join the military. More than you sign your name anywhere in your life, like you, you will get caught in the tunnel. Oh yeah, you, you yes, all kinds of so papers. Damn, I'm yeah. telling you, you sign. Yeah, time. but don't just sign it quickly. Read it, because like you said, that like mm-hmm. I get a lot of contracts. Sometimes it came back too fast. I'm like, did you read that? Because something mm-hmm. changed. Like, you know, there's stipulations. There's certain mm-hmm. properties they may have stipulations that we are putting in there. And mm-hmm. uh, when I say please read, I need you to read it. And if you have questions. Don't hesitate. Like, it, it, you know, it, it's all about that relationship and understanding that, you know, that agent's there to make sure that you get through this process as seamless as possible. And we're here to make sure you you ain't just signing up for nothing. But, you know, it's a two way street. You got to make sure you read what? that information. That's not yeah. the realtor's job. The realtor just don't tell me to sign. They ain't looked at that. And no, my best no, interest at heart. Now, my best interest is there, but. I need your message <laughs> to read that paper. Right, right. Because, <laughs> you know, you're right. signing it. So you, you got to know what you're signing up for. You want to make sure, okay. you know. And that kind of lends, that lends to my next question, question yes, which is like your, your taxes and your insurance being included in your mortgage. Like what type of advice would you give for a person? How, how would they go about researching that? Do they just kind of get all that information from their lender or... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's well. Your 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 prepays, uh, your taxes are going to be like they'll come. They'll they'll be viewed in the listing, so you could check out when and uh, like how much the annual tax amount is. So like in your net sheet, the the your real estate, um, your real estate agent should provide you with a um, a net sheet that shows you like what's your 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 tax amount, your estimated tax amount going to be. Um, as far as like your actual amount, once like down to the number, like interest wise, uh, you you won't. I mean, you won't know a lot of that until you get to um, to have like a close. Yeah, the closing. Uh, you'll get your um, closing disclosed. Excuse me. Yeah. So and yep. they'll have they'll have all your um, all the information as far as um, what the the actual numbers are. Um, as far as because taxes, you know that that amount changes depending on you know where in the month you close. You know what I mean. I mean, interest changes depending on where in the month you close, but taxes depend on what month you close. So, um, you know, we, we might estimate it. Uh, like, I, for example, I had a, a, a house that closed, uh, that was supposed to close the 30, uh, 31st of January, but it ended up closing like the 10th of February. Yeah, it was last That's week. six. Yeah. Last. Yeah, last week, right? <laughs> so, um, but the tax amount ended up being a little bit higher. Excuse me. Well, Prez, you had something? Okay, uh, so yeah, what what are some of the pointers <laughs> that y'all would actually say uh, about 
like so we get the house we want the house of course you want the house to appreciate you want it to go up like you you don't want to go go down so what are some things that we need to look for when we find these houses like it's like on the location wise uh definitely school system man uh you want to look for schools that have good school systems um they're typically gonna hold value i mean if it's an area that's growing you know, some, some, you know, some shopping centers or something like that. Um, if there's like, um, anywhere that, that area that's growing, it's always going to be a good investment, but definitely school system is going to hold value. Um, yeah. and typically it's going, to uh, appreciate. So my question is, let's talk about buying a house compared to a new bill compared to, a, uh, an established home. What are the benefits of course, other than the obvious things you get to design and, kind of build a new build the way you want it. Do you find a difference or an advantage to buying a new home in comparison to buying one that's already there? What What do you think the difference is between the two? Jared, you get that? Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess it's, I mean, I, I already, I, I mean, I, I mean, you, you I get more like, warranties with a new property, you know, a yeah, new property I mean, and stuff like yeah. that. You have a yeah ten year most most mm-hmm. do like ten year maybe uh, builders warranties. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it, you know, if you got the time to wait, the money to afford a new build, then and you can get in a, a nice new neighborhood. Like I said, yeah. new high school, new school. Uh, you know that that that's always mm-hmm. good to do. Um, you know, because obviously it it hold its value if it's, if it's new. It's gonna if you buy it in the right area, uh, but. I mean, you know, it's going to depend on the situation, what fits for the person. You know, new what, bills, what you got to have person? time to wait. You okay. know, you got to have the time to kind of try to, you know, wait month. You know, it may take six to eight months to build a new home. So, so let me ask you Maybe this even longer. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever had an individual on a new bill? So, of course, we know upgrades to houses. But most, <clears throat> excuse me, all houses come with standard things that come in a home standard. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? to reject some of the standard things that come and just ask for that that amount of money to be given back to the home buyer. So in other words, what I mean, every house when they build it, they want to give these these ugly ass lights they put in the bathroom, the round bulb light. I don't I hate them lights. Can I <laughs> yeah. as a home buyer say, you know what, I don't want you to put those lights up or I don't want that that standard medicine cabinet that you're going to put in there. Instead, the price of that medicine cabinet can that be rolled into me that I can use in the purchase of my own for something that I would want. Are all these things mandatory that they have to put in there? I mean, that, that's going to depend on the builder. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, there's some, you can always kind of, if you go with like a more of a mainstream builder, like DR Horton or like Adams Homes or, you know, one of them, you know, um, you know, they do have like small variations from time to time. I tell you one thing about purchasing a, a new home. Um, you know, there's going to be, they don't negotiate the price. So they'll, what they, what, you know, typically how a new bill is going to do, unless you build like with a, you know, with a custom bill, um, you know, depending on, you know, what kind of, you know, amenities you want to get in your home. Um, if you go through, like, like I said, like a DR, home, the, the price is going to be the price. It ain't no negotiating them down. Um, they're going to have some kind of agreement with their uh, D, I know Dr. Horton has their own lender that that like in-house lender, but typically uh, building uh, builders are going to have preferred lenders that they use that are going to you know give you the best deal uh, towards closing costs. 
And typically they'll run like specials, like monthly specials where they'll give you maybe like $5,000 in upgrades or, you know, uh, the typical like upgrade, I mean, your typical like appliances, you can maybe use that money and roll that money into something else or or have that money, you know, or, or not get those appliances. Those those could typically be an option, but as far as like, um, like like you know like the light bulbs or stuff like that, I mean, it, it will really just depend on the builder who who's there. I mean, you know. So yeah. so Jared, I think you already touching on this, and um, yeah, like I, one of our listeners who like he wanted to make sure that we if we was talking realtor that we spoke on this because he got some horror yeah. stories. Uh, yeah. When you're talking about builders. Finding uh-huh. a reputable builder, like when you're going to buy in a subdivision, that could be different types of builders, even in that yeah. subdivision. How yeah. do you know which one is the reputable builder and going to use good products versus the one that's not? Hmm. So, as, I mean, as far as builders, I think, you know, in Alabama, a good, a good portion of that is, is, is reputation. I mean, you know, you got, you know, builders who, I, I mean, it, I mean that, that. I mean that's really what it comes down to here. Just more or less reputation. I mean yeah. you have. I mean if you know you know your materials to an extent. I you know I you know walking through a house. You you know I, like I said, doing it's one of those things you do your research on. If you know a certain plywood or a certain type of wood is a different cost, and you know you know there might be some some areas where you can maybe cut some costs depending on what building you're working with. If you can find some things at a cheaper price, so. Um, I mean, as far, it just depends on what kind of builder. Like, if you want to use like a custom builder, it would be, you know, more or less. I would rely on like a real estate agent to find, um, you know, to, to you know, if you had agents work with in the past, um, and are, are you know some reputable people. There's always, I mean, there's always people like that kind of around. And real estate agents always kind of have some people in mind, um, you know, that that they use that that have pretty good reputation. So. And y'all are most of what you and Delica, y'all probably aware of the ones that have the bad reputation, the ones to stay away from too, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean it, it that's the name of the game, man. It's all about relationships. Relationships. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's all about relationships and, and 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 your reputation. You want to be, you know, and word travels. I know it's like that in Birmingham. Word travels pretty quick. People people know what kind of work you do and and, and who to stay away from and and what to kind of stay away from. So and listen, the people will speak. So if you just Google up mm-hmm. something, I mean, reviews be going through. Yeah, people, will, they, they say, will speak yeah, their minds. So you just type Shoot it in, there. type yep. in that builder, and you'll be you'll get whatever reviews gonna pop up just like that. So when so when you start talking about when you when we, when we get into this home buying thing, now you mentioned HOAs earlier, and I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize the positives of HOAs. Most people just see it as a bill, bill, like, oh, I got to pay another bill to live in this house. I got to do something else to be in this house. One thing about HOAs, and then they call it something different. Like in some states, they call it a a sitting step where they make you pay into a certain amount that keeps them to repairing the neighborhood as the Mm -hmm. years go by. They repair the parks and repair these other different things. These are a lot of bills that other people don't Mm -hmm. think about that actually apply Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood that go along mm-hmm. with the HOAs. In the mm-hmm. previous mm-hmm. place that I paid, we had an HOA. It was about, I think it was $150 a month that we ended up paying. But within that $150, that counted your cable and internet, that gave you a phone line. Oh, wow. 
Again, Women access. access. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. We, we right. had a charter, that's a nice charter. HOA. Oh, yeah. Area yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. What? Charter What's school that, the deluxe there. package? But a lot of things that the HOA pays for is it prevents that guy from parking that ugly van in the middle of the front yes. yard for the rest yep. of his time. So can you talk about one of the positive and why people want HOA and why you why you would want to have to afford a bill like that? Well, I think you kind of hit it, you know. They kind of set the standard, set a, an expectation of what they want the neighborhood to feel like, to look like. Um, it's going to create, you know, good value in the neighborhood. Like you said, you don't want, I mean, Joe next door, he ain't cut his grass in about three months. So it's, you know, it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't look appealing. Um, so I might be trying to sell my home next door. He ain't maintaining his line. You know, that that affects how, how I run, you know, how, how scratch that how, you know, buyers are looking at this neighborhood or this property. So, I mean, there are some, there are some pluses, um, definitely with an HOA, you know, if you, if you look at, at the pluses, you won't dig too deep into the negatives of that, that fee. Now, sometimes those fees could be much higher. 150 is pretty decent. Um, but they, they, depending on the area, depending on the price of the homes, you know, they, can, they can go up. Okay. I see y'all. Y'all was a little bit shocked by that, but I, I'm not. But Rico always find him a deal. Like he no. always <laughs> have the best end of the deal. When he's talking uh, about that Rico. money, okay. he gonna be in. You right. You right. <laughs> hey, I'm like, wow. You got home internet. No, yeah, it was good. Washing the car, everything in there. It was nice. It was nice. one thing. That um, I think a lot of people don't also <laughs> look into, and that I, I don't think that they know that they can that they can ask a realtor for because you know, I'm in the, I'm in the military. I've been in the military for a long time, so of course I would love to say I'm gonna buy this house and I'm gonna be in this house forever. But that's right. not necessarily always the case because you're in the military and because in real life sometimes you gotta pick up and move. Um, mm-hmm. how many times do you get clients who ask you? To say, hey, what what is the average growth in this market? Like, what has been some of the appreciation of the house? What's been the average appreciation per year? And then what you know, basically, what has been the growth in, in that market and how it's grown? Do you get people who ask you that, or is that something that you guys provide to your clients normally, saying, hey, in this area, this is what the average house is appreciated yeah. per year, yeah. and such yeah. and such. Yeah. So, so I, I tell you, man, it's, it's it's actually pretty funny, man. Like. Technology is, is 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 your friend in this business. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, you know, that, those are it's all about relationships, building relationships. Um, you know, as a realtor, you're building your brand, your personal brand. Um, I was just talking to my broker yesterday about the best kind of calls you can ever get are those from, hey, you know, my mom bought a house for you. Um, you know, I'm looking to buy a house, right? So, um, you know, it's it, it's definitely one of those things that. But to that point, I mean, yeah, we definitely, I, I like to, you know, give, like you said, technology is crazy. So we're able to really pull those numbers, pull those records and um, kind of provide that. If I always like to provide it, especially, you know, I, I, I want to see, you know, yeah. I want to make sure that I kind of set, not set them up, but I want to put my, my home buyers in, in a good position where they know, okay, I'm in a good neighborhood now. It don't mean to say Delika said is going to appreciate to this. <laughs> However, you know, if the market's right, Things are still looking good, you know. 
this is where it could be, be based on trends and based on the growth within the, the area, you know, so. And I'm sorry, man, I got, got kind of cut off. I'm in a little bidding war, man, trying to, trying to get it all squared away, oh, wow. man. So this, this market hot, man. But uh, what I was going to say, man, there's there's actually technology we get uh, that, that like we set up our clients on um, that like actually tells your neighborhood. Uh, it's basically a neighborhood. It's called a neighborhood watch, basically. And uh, mm-hmm. it allows you to see like as houses around you sell what, you know, what it basically gives you a, a real time CMA of your house. So a comparative market analysis of your house real time. Like, Hey, this is what, you know, the house down the street sold for that house sold for, this is a, you know, estimated, you know, what you could possibly make for your home. Um, so it's, it, it's based on a lot of information that you get. You, you, it's constantly, uh, you, you know, the work's not done once a, a client purchases a home, sells their home. You know, a lot of that is, is, is you know, it's, it's, it, it's a relationship that you want to build throughout the year. So, you know, the, the sooner you can hook clients up on that, on some of that technology and stuff like that. I know myself, I use that. I rely on that heavily, man, to keep people well informed. So. Now, one thing that I've, I've, I've done some research and I don't know if this is necessarily true, but it's something I've kind of gone by when I look at purchasing a home. I've always been told you don't want to go buy the most expensive house in the neighborhood and you don't want to go buy, you know, you don't want to go buy the cheapest either, but you want to kind of be, Somewhere in the middle, because it gives you a little more room as far as appreciation when you're not the most expensive and you were well, the lowest you got nowhere to but, but to go up. Do you find any strategy in that when you start talking about how you how you get a house that can kind of go up in value as far as a price point? Uh, I mean, to be honest, you know, people people going to buy what they want to buy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, most people aren't most people don't typically come to me looking to buy their home as a typical investment they're looking more to find something that they want to make a home first so you know with that being said people you know you know i'm gonna you know we're gonna lean towards your criteria hey if it's a good situation where we can find you know where we can possibly move in with some equity then yeah you know we're gonna move into that situation but i mean typically you know it's about what the client wants you know what i mean most people are looking for what's going to comfortably fit their family or you know their man cave or they you know, walk-in closet or they gas stoves. So, um, you know, they don't really look as much as, hey, you know, it's rare that I get the question, hey, if I buy this at this price, you know, we were looking like five years down the road. Like, you know, that that it's rare that you get kind of questions like that. So, um, Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well I mean, I don't know. So, if you done, yeah. Hood? Go ahead, you know. Let's, All right, so I got another, like, listener question that they had on here. It's on the flip side, though. This is on, like, selling the house. So the question is, uh, is it worth, like, build, build uh, buying uh, fix and build a grade items within the house? Or, like, uh, say your carpet going to flooring and uh, hardwood flooring. Would that help increase the price? Or is it more going to be based off just the location that you're in, like, if you're in a bad location, no matter what you do to build up and put on here, your house is going to be worth the same. But if uh, you're in a different location, you build in, uh, you you putting in upgrading these build grade items, the price of your house is going to skyrocket to go up. I appreciate. So it, it's really both. Um, I mean, it's going to eventually max out depending on where you're at. Like you can only upgrade your home at so much. Um, you know, you can take a home that's in a in a in a 
worst neighborhood and add, you know, value to it. Um, but there's a, a limit to how much. There's the limit to how much money, you know, you can actually charge in that neighborhood, depending on, you yeah. know, comps and what's sold around the neighborhood. Like I said, it's going to depend on typically the school system. Right. But okay. um, one thing I do tell people, um, you know, just because you pay ten thousand dollars for a roof doesn't mean yeah. you can that, that directly means we can add ten thousand dollars to your house. So mm-hmm. just because you pay ten thousand dollars for hardwood floors doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be able to add ten thousand dollars in value to your for your floors to recoup all the money yeah. you pay. Yeah. So so the reason why I say that is because there are going to be certain things. So I told you going through the process, there's a repair process, right? And there's an appraisal. So the repair process is where the the buyer is going to request for repairs to be done. So there are certain things that, hey, you want to make your home more marketable. Um, you know, if you can afford to depend on, you know, the neighborhood you live in, depend on how much equity you have in your home, depending on how basically how much you still left left to pay off on your home versus how much your home is actually can sell for is your equity. Right. So depending on that, you know, I wouldn't go tell you, hey, if you got, you know, ten thousand dollars worth of equity in your home to go get a new roof and go get new hardwood floors and think that we won't we won't walk out of here with money in your pocket like you're gonna be in the negative. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be mm-hmm. smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just it, it depends on the situation. But I would say um, you know, if you if you can afford to do some things that make your house more marketable, um if it's an area that, that is coming up, you, you know, you know, some some you know some thing hardwood floors those kind of things, they, they definitely make the, 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 the house more appealing. So new paint's always something. But typically, I tell my clients to, you know, let's wait to kind of see what the repairs come back with and, uh, you know, and what they request to have repaired. Because the worst situation for me as your realtor is say, hey, let's go out and get, you know, these new car- this new carpet in the, you know, brand new carpet in the house. And the clients say, hey, we want everything fixed but the carpet. We- you know, I lay carpet myself. I ain't worried about it. Now we didn't pay for, now we got to, you know, pay for all this other stuff. And what we really had already paid for is just money with money we could have saved. So it's going to vary yeah. case by case. But with the appraisal side of it, there are things, depending on what type of loan the buyer has, that have to be fixed. So like, for example, an FHA or a VA loan, a house has to require, it has to have flooring in every room. So, for example, it can't be a room where the carpet's ripped up. The appraisal won't, it won't pass an appraisal, an FHA appraisal, until it has that flooring in the room. Yeah. So, Corey, hopefully, hopefully you got that, man. Uh, it's complicated. That's basically the question. It's, it's very complicated. The answer is complicated. <laughs> you need to get you some realtor friends and you need yeah. to talk about anything before you start spending 10000 20000 yeah, upgrades. Do it. A realtor is going to save you money. I'm telling you, a realtor <laughs> yep. will save you money, man. People look at the cost, the commission and all, but you hear it all the time. Every realtor has a story of a for sale by owner that, <laughs> hey, it was listed at this price. You thought that if I paid a realtor, I would get less. Would a realtor end up getting you more money than, yep. you know, what you would originally got trying to sell it by yourself? So get you a realtor. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a necessary thing. It's a necessity. Trust me. Yep. Cool, cool. Press, you got everything out. Hadrigo, you got everything out. Y'all got any last retakes? Oh, Listen, I'm, you know, you know, I think this is definitely um, a good episode uh, to have because, oh. you know, currently, 
early yeah. while y'all was sitting here doing this. You know, I'm getting pre-qualified. I'm about to buy a house. You know, and I'm and let's get it, man. I'm, I'm yeah, okay. <laughs> That's right. Get it, man. Well, yeah, man. I got I'm definitely gonna be in contact with y'all though. Like that's that's crazy. You speak speaking on contacts, folks. How how Delica, how can everybody contact you? I mean, add your social media handles, your your website, uh wherever they can contact you. They can they can check me out. I'm at real estate by Delica on Instagram, um, Delica Web on Facebook. Find me on LinkedIn, Delica Web, um, or you can hit me up directly. Uh, but all that contact information is at, at my real estate by Delica on Instagram. Who, who, Jared? Yep, yep, yep. Y'all can catch me at uh, Jared underscore Fagan underscore my Instagram. Uh, Jared Fagan on uh, Facebook. I ain't as cool as Delica with all the, the LinkedIn's and everything, but <laughs> um, you know, people definitely reach out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm available, my phone number and stuff. I'm pretty accessible. So I put all my, my info online. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So definitely want to thank y'all for like coming hey, it's on. It's been a and pleasure. Going. And, Absolutely. uh, I can tell you judging for the pauses, I think, uh, Delica sold a house in the, in between this and Jared, <laughs> Man, uh, for sure, he was right? bidding in a bidding war on here. I'm pretty sure he Man. secured the deal while we was Yeah, we done, we done Man. saw somebody Jared taking care of babies, selling so the wait house. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. If y'all sold a house houses? while on the show, hold on, if y'all sold a house while on the show, what's the DSC commission? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, we got you. We got you. Hey, okay, all right, all right, just, you know. I'm gonna give you that one fifty back. Hey, I let. Hey, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I, no, you know what? I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna take you hey, out. I'm with you. Hey, We're going to I'm, dinner. That's what I'm. That's what I'm your friends, about. your friends, they ain't right. They ain't right. They ain't hey. right. They ain't right hey. about. I told them, man. How you gonna bite me somewhere and talk about you friends? Well, we, I guess I just you. won't be right Listen, there. I'm with but you. then you invite him out, and then like you buy him a meal, and he get mad when you say, "Hey, get that water cup." Like he paying. <laughs> yeah, you you can't beggars can't be choosy. No, no. no but you can't. How you gonna bite me? I talk about get some water. You need to. You need to be. You need to be hydrated, man. I'm a hydrate. I'm a hydrate with a Fanta. <laughs> man, we about to get out of here, man. Once again, Delica, Jared, we appreciate you guys oh, coming Lord, on. Yeah, it's one o'clock. I'm, I'm gonna put my team. Let them. Let them go to sleep, man. They they've been working hey, hard thank enough. Y'all. Hey, yep. Thanks yep. for staying up, fellas. I see y'all in a couple days, man. Thank y'all so much. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Right. Thank y'all. Bye.